This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm one of your co-hosts, Karen Gibis, along with... Father Brian Christensen. Yeah, Father Brian and I are excited about this next interview, and I have to tell you, there's probably going to be a few Goosebumps experience, because when I heard this story, I got Goosebumps, and I knew immediately that our listeners needed to hear this particular, the, the story of this print. Now, if you want to go and see what the picture looks like that we'll be discussing, go to our Facebook page, uh, Real Presence Radio Network, and when you will see the top post there is a picture of St. Joseph, Defender of the Eucharist. Yeah, so thank you, Karen. We're here with uh, Alyssa or Ali O'Connor. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Glad that I could be on here with you guys. <laughs> yeah, Ali is a talented young artist here in Rapid City and a parishioner at the Cathedral of Our Lady Perpetual Help. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, you, your family, growing up, and your interest in art? Um, I mean, that part's not very goosebump endorsing, but uh, been a parishioner here since I was a wee little girl and everything. Family's been super involved with different faith formations, committees, and whatnot. Um, I, I'm near and dear to the cathedral, um, and uh, yeah, I've been I've been drawing since same thing since I was a wee little girl, um, and it's just been an amazing thing to be able to use what I have loved my entire life and. Not only incorporate it with my faith, but now with a budding career. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so how old are you now? Twenty. She's twenty years old. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, still, and still young and fresh. <laughs> still young and fresh, um, and uh, and but using your talents in, in great and, and wonderful ways. Um, tell us a little bit, just a little bit about your faith. Uh, you know, what, how would you characterize your faith uh, today in Christ and the Church? Your, how do you live out your life in Christ today? Um. Not to toot my own horn, but not the average twenty-year-old's faith. Maybe uh-huh. um, I, uh, I've, I've always taken it very seriously. It's been a very um, important thing throughout our entire family, especially um, my great grandmother, Grandma Phil. She was very adamant that um, we were always praying the rosaries. We had to go get them from behind her bed because she was dropping them and everything <laughs> like that. Um, but it's, it's just something that has always had a huge impact in on my life. Um, specifically a devotion to mom, Mama Mary, um, mm-hmm. as well as now learning more about the Holy Family, St. Joseph, hence me being so excited to be able to produce this this icon and this image and whatnot. Um, yeah. All right. No, that's very good. Uh, so let's say a little bit of background. Uh, your mom and dad, as you said, are super involved in the life of, of the parish. Uh, and your mom is on the adoration committee. Mm-hmm. So during uh, the pandemic here early on, we weren't able, we've had um, perpetual adoration here at the Cathedral of Our Lady Perpetual Health for six years, mm-hmm. um, last Easter coming up on seven years now. Um, but with all the pandemics that we had, we couldn't fill 24 hours right. anymore. So we went back to a shorter period of time of 7 in the morning till 10 at night, which is still pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't do the overnight hours. So here, throughout the winter, we were coming up with a strategy to invite people back, right? It's Things were changing. Things were opening up. It was time that we could do this. And so we were praying about it and reaching out to folks there. And um, so we wanted to open up on... Ash Wednesday, mm-hmm. right? We want to open up on Ash Wednesday. Go back to 24-7 adoration on Ash Wednesday. 
So those weeks leading up to Ash Wednesday, we're discussing things, praying about it, reaching out. So one day I was in the chapel praying uh, um, before Ash Wednesday about how we might invite people back and uh, draw them back to the Eucharist. And, and in that prayer, in this year of St. Joseph, Joseph just appeared to me, right, um, with, um, with, uh, with Jesus in his arms. Um, and it didn't seem like Jesus to me. It seemed like... Um, Jesus, the Eucharist, somehow and it was a brief. It was very brief. I, did, I I saw it, and I said, "Okay, Joseph, you know, help us, guide us uh, to to the Eucharist." So, um, so that was that was the day. And then I went to the adoration uh, meeting. There's a committee that helps pr- promote and educate people on adoration. And so I was at that meeting, and I just the uh, I sh- I shared this real briefly, like maybe we could turn to Joseph and pray in the days ahead. Um, that he would intercede in the special year to return to to um, to adoration, right? To um, his his son, you know, his uh, foster child, Jesus, in the Eucharist. Um, and I said, you know, maybe we can have Joseph and Jesus and the Eucharist somehow. It's, and your mom, Diane, said, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to Google that. I'm going to Google <laughs> that, right? So why don't you pick up the story there? You, mom went home. So she Googled it, and she came to me, and she's like, oh, my gosh, Alyssa, I can't find anything there's not like anything that has like jesus with the eucharist or nothing that we can find that really fits would you mind sketching something like just see if it's an idea or something that we can show father brian and so um you know you can't say no to mom so <laughs> like all right i'll go Mary get my tablet <laughs> right exactly exactly so um i went and i grabbed all of my stuff and i was doing some sketching um prayed a couple rosaries and some chaplets just trying to get a, a gauge or a sense of what is what is a possibility that I can do? How can I make this something that could work for it or spark an idea to hand over to somebody else? So I honestly praying, didn't so think praying chaplet, praying the rosary, asking Mary. Right, and I honestly didn't think that this was something that I was going to finish or carry out. I was like, all right, I'm going to make a stepping stone, and someone else is going to take the project from here, kind of thing. Um, so I did some sketches and whatnot, and and I showed my mom and everything. Um, and I was like, so what do you think of this? Like, is this something that Father Brian can use to either give to somebody else or does this help give you a sense of what more to look for and everything? And she got all flustered like every mom does with their kids. <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. You should make a drawing with it. So that's when I went ahead and I like just continued working on the sketches that I had. Cause like, all right, worst comes to worst. This is just a cool thing that I can have in my portfolio later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm continuing to work on it. Frustration after frustration comes up, but I'm like, nope, we're going to persist. We're going to keep going with it, like see it through to the end. No giving up on it. Um, And another 20 hours or so later and countless (laughs) rosaries and intercessory (laughs) prayers. um, And the icon was was done and I I showed it to, to both mom and dad and whatnot. And they thought it was wonderful, but you know you have to take that with a grain of salt. With parents, they're a little biased. Um, so, so just to put time perspective on what you were doing, it was Wednesday when uh, your mom came home Wednesday <laughs> afternoon, evening, and said, "I can't find anything." <laughs> so you went to work Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, right? I think I think right I started away. sketching it Wednesday night, Wednesday night and whatnot, okay. and then worked on it a little bit on Thursday, and I think it was done by the weekend. Wasn't it was it? done by Saturday. So your mom, your mom texted me and she said, "I, I have to see you right away, right this yeah. Saturday yeah. night." And so um, when I met her um, in the hallway uh, outside the sacristy at the cathedral, and she said, "I got to show you this," and she she, she brought it up on her phone mm-hmm. um, and showed me this um, beautiful sketch of. St. Joseph and uh, um, and Jesus and the Eucharist that's here. 
um, I just started to cry. Yeah. <laughs> little emotional. It's okay. <laughs> very emotional because I was like, how did she get that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you mean? Um, well, that's what you described. I said, well, I described Joseph and Jesus kind of like the Eucharist or whatever. I didn't think I was very descriptive at all. Right. I said, well, I just, that's what I just shared with her. But um, I said, that is what I saw in my prayer. Mm-hmm. That is what I saw in my prayer. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So um, then I said, I got to talk to your daughter. <laughs> so uh, then we got together. I, a couple of days later, that Monday maybe. Something or, like that. Within the following week, yeah. Yeah, within the following week, we got together and we visited. He definitely did not get emotional again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, can you just describe a little bit about what you put into this and what, what details that you have there um, and, and for our listeners here? Because, you know, some of them can listen, look at it on Facebook Live mm-hmm. or Facebook, uh, the Facebook page for uh, Real Presence Radio. But some of us are still cruising. I don't want them right. looking at the screen. I want them looking at the <laughs> drive safely. At the road. Drive yes. safely. <laughs> drive drive safely. safely. Real Presence Radio <laughs> suggests you drive safely. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is... It's combined inspiration. Um, it is. It is supposed to be a a combination between a Eastern icon as well as a modern and contemporary icon. Hence, it not being in the traditional Eastern style and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I did want to pull elements of it. So one of those things is actually in a lot of them you'll see a a darker or a black halo. So hence, there's a a thin rim of a black halo in it. But then. In a lot of our Western art, all of our halos are bright. They're very luminescent. They're supposed to be showing a divine light. So you have a black halo underneath, but then on top of it, you have a halo of holy flames. Yeah, um, fire. Yes, yes. And it's basically um, Joseph. He's standing with a staff looking directly on you and whatnot. And at least as, as I've always known it as is... Um, the dad lawn chair where the baby's leaning up against the dad's chest and he's got his one big mm-hmm. like strong hand up holding him mm-hmm. and um, the infant Jesus is there and he has his hands cupped in front of his chest and above it is a slightly illuminated host mm-hmm. and whatnot. He's mm-hmm. got all of his little finger rolls and chubby hands and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to portray a very like a very natural and something that you would see a dad with their child now, or even like if, if you go to mass and whatnot, and if they have an infant and the dad's standing up during the gospel and whatnot, he's got him up against his chest and everything. So just something that was very natural that someone could see now to, to relate further to the image and whatnot. Um, and then below on the bottom, in a wooden plank, it has Ite ad Yosef, which has been a phrase in the church since pretty much day one. It means go to Joseph. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then up on the left-hand corner and whatnot, it has the initials S-I-D-E. Okay, which so um, when I saw that, I asked you <laughs> what that was. Idea because So now we're in this conversation a couple of days later after I saw it, and I said, um, what is S-I-D-E up in the left-hand corner? Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's actually how traditionally you would title icons or that's where your title would be so even if you come to the cathedral or anywhere else if you see an icon generally in one or multiple corners they'll have the initials for some sort of titling so this one if my latin is correct it's Sancta Joseph Defensoris Eucharistia, mm-hmm. which is Saint Joseph, Defender of the Eucharist. So I, when she told me that, I was like, "How did you get that title?" And you said, "My mom told me." Yeah, yeah, she said that you said it, but then when I talked with you, you said, "I never said anything like that." I never said so. that to anybody because I didn't think that you could use 
that a, a new title. Yeah, that title <laughs> I, that came to me in my prayer. Right mm-hmm. again, that brief moment that right. Joseph came to me, um, and so yeah, it, to see that on the icon and that your mother had somehow thought you said it. Thought I said it <laughs> when I didn't say anything to anybody because I was cautious and. And maybe a little bit like like hesitant, know. like yeah, can hesitant. you can you create uh, a new title for something? Yeah, I just have this sense of anyway. So she said that she heard it, but I didn't say it. <laughs> she heard it somehow, and she conveyed it to you. Um, we'll be back in a in a moment with uh, Ali O'Connor, the artist behind this inspired image of Saint Joseph, Jesus, and the Eucharist um, here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Jake Warner, the State Deputy of the North Dakota Knights of Columbus. I was asked to explain if someone were to come to me and and ask why should they become a Knight of Columbus. I can answer from my my own experience, uh, and that would be um, becoming a Knight of Columbus has made me a better Catholic. It's made me a better uh, husband. It's made me a better father. It's made made me a better man. There are so many things about the Knights of Columbus that young men are really looking for, and and they don't understand it's just as close as as their local church. Becoming a part of of the Knights of Columbus local council uh, opens up so many doors for you. In a society where people are known to be loners and going their own way and, and trying to figure out what's going on around them, the Knights of Columbus provides you a family, people that you can go to, resources that you can reach out to, ask questions of, get encouragement from, uh, not only spiritual encouragement, but, but all kinds of things. Real Presence Radio is experiencing rapid growth and has an additional opening in the Rapid City area for a part-time listener relations coordinator. This person will assist with spreading the word about RPR, including help with the live drives, fall banquet, and major gifts. A qualified candidate should demonstrate excellent self-management and time management skills. If you sense a call to serve God in this capacity, please send a cover letter, your resume, and references to Brittany at realpresenceradio.com or call 877-795-0122. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas along with Father Brian Christensen. And we are live from the Cathedral of Our Lady Perpetual Help here in Rapid City, South Dakota. I want to take a moment to remind all of you listeners that you can catch a replay of this show on Saturday. And every Saturday we replay every one of our Real Presence Live shows that happen Monday through Friday. So if you hear a show that you find a a segment that you really want to listen to again, or tune maybe one of your children onto, or that sister who's no longer coming to Mass, or that brother who is pretty sure he knows the truths of the Catholic Church but really is missing the point. 
go to realpresenceradio.com and find the podcasts that you will you can tune in individually you can email them the link and if they miss it on saturday as well that's the best place to go back and find us here on real presence live well we're going to get right back into this conversation it's an amazing story of father brian in prayer how can i bring people back to the eucharist and adoration and then stepping through the steps father do you want to just review that with yeah, our listeners? no thanks karen yeah we're here with ali o'connor and uh Going back before uh, the uh, Lenten season uh, this winter, trying to reinvigorate and reestablish, renew our perpetual adoration here at the cathedral, which had been reduced uh, during our pandemic months. And so we were looking towards Ash Wednesday to reestablish it. And in my prayer, I had this beautiful image of St. Joseph briefly, um, and with the title... Defender of the Eucharist. I thought, wow, that's awesome. Uh, and I shared um, part of that prayer with the uh, Adoration Committee. Um, and uh, Ali's mom, Diane, is on that committee. And she went and shared it with her daughter and couldn't find anything. They were looking online for something that might be a good image of St. Joseph and the Eucharist or St. Joseph and Jesus and the Eucharist and just wasn't coming. So Ali, Ali picked it up there and uh, started sketching and then went full board from uh, Wednesday evening to Saturday afternoon, I'm guessing, or Saturday yep, morning. Yeah, close to that. So it wasn't, it wasn't a lot, but as she said, lots of, lots of trials and errors and fits and starts and uh, many rosaries um, asking Mary to kind of guide you in that. Mm-hmm. What's, what's, who would know Joseph better? Right, exactly. Who would know Joseph better? than Mama Mary and uh, and then um, me uh, seeing it on Saturday evening and just really being overwhelmed by seeing in just with my own eyes what I had uh, experienced in my prayer from St. Joseph so it really took my breath away and then of course this title um, which um, can we call St. Joseph the defender of the Eucharist? What is your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm I'm as new to titling icons as you are. <laughs> so, I mean, nobody nobody's told me no yet. Nobody said no. That's that's not allowed or anything like that. Um, I mean, I mean, I suppose it would be a different thing to have the the church like it'd be different to name a church like after St. Joseph, defender of the Eucharist. But I mean. With with it just being the, the, the yeah the devotional title, um, I don't I don't see why it's anything bad or anything. Yeah, I don't, yeah, like that. I don't think so. <laughs> no, yeah, I was just uh, you know Father Calloway's beautiful book, uh, the Consecration to Saint Joseph, the Wonders of Our Spiritual Father, Father Don Calloway. Um, he has a section, and wonder number seven of Saint Joseph is the adorer of Christ, and that. And he talks about this uh, quote. He has this quote from St. Peter Julian Imard. He said, Although St. Joseph never adored our Lord under the Eucharistic species and never had the happiness of communicating or receiving Holy Communion, he did possess and adore Jesus in human form. And in fact, he goes on to say that he's the first adorer. Mm-hmm. He's the first adorer. And that he set up adoration chapels in Bethlehem, Mm-hmm. And in Nazareth and in Egypt and wherever he took his son, Jesus, um, he set up adoration. Here's where he adored mm-hmm. the Son of God. Um, and it was just so beautiful. I mean, it was a great confirmation of, of this idea that Jesus, uh, Joseph, St. Joseph as the defender or guardian of the mm-hmm. Redeemer, defender uh, of, of the church, um, 
it makes sense that he is also the defender of the Eucharist. Of the Eucharist. Right, right. yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah, so really, really powerful um, images that um, we have here. Um, here's another one that he, uh, he said, uh, this quote he has um, from um, St. Peter Julian, Imard. No one can describe the adoration of St. Joseph's noble soul. How he saw nothing, yet he believed. His faith had to pierce the virginal veil of Mary. So likewise with you, under the veil of the sacred species, your faith must see our Lord. Ask Joseph for his lively, constant faith. Again, like Joseph's faith that could see mm-hmm. into Mary wow. the power of God and, and through the, a tiny child. This was the son of God in which he was entrusted as his father's foster father here on earth. Um, Ask Joseph. I right? go to Joseph. Go to Joseph. <laughs> go to Joseph that you might pierce the veil of the Eucharistic species to see mm-hmm. the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and yeah. Savior Jesus Christ. So, um, th- these are way bigger thoughts than I ever <laughs> could have imagined, <laughs> and uh, what you've been able to capture in this beautiful uh, icon uh, that's here. Um, so, uh, um, the icon now is on prayer cards. Yep. For this uh, um, solemnity that we passed out here at the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have prints that will be available mm-hmm. um, uh, soon yep. uh, that people can order. Um, but also we have this big, beautiful print. Uh, tell us about the, the print and its location. And Oh, so your big, your big fancy canvas. My big fancy <laughs> canvas. <laughs> so we had a, a larger uh, canvas print done and whatnot to put down... Um, to float around the cathedral, I guess you could say, Our Lady of Perpetual Help um, in the Diocese of Rapid City and whatnot. And uh, that that was one of the trials, getting that frame and everything in there, but I'm so glad that it turned out the way it did. It's beautiful. The framework actually has some more hints to a possible future project. Um, mm. If you go and you study it, it's got roses and lilies. I'll leave that to everybody else's discernment to figure out what that might lean. Yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm... It's a little intimidating, I won't lie. I mean, you're at work in a cathedral. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, so we have the, the image of St. Joseph's Defender of the Eucharist in, in a big, beautiful frame, as Ali said, with uh, roses and lilies on the border of this beautiful frame and uh, and a big, beautiful canvas that uh, here is displayed for uh, veneration during this uh, during this solemnity. And we're going to keep it up here at the cathedral uh, throughout the year of St. Joseph. We'll move, you say float around, we're going to move it from the main <laughs> sanctuary uh, where it is today for the, for the solemnity and move it into our Adoration Chapel uh, as uh, uh, throughout this coming year. So, Ali, thank you very much. Thank you for your witness of faith. Absolutely. Uh, thank thank you. you for using your gifts and talents uh, that God has given you for his glory and to honor St. Joseph and especially um, the Eucharist um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that is the source and summit of our Catholic faith. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me on. Well, we're going to conclude. Should we pray or is yeah, we wait? Let, let's... You what? know what? Let's send it over to Fargo to Eli. Okay. We're going to send it to Eli. And, and then we'll come back. And then we'll come back and let's pray the prayer on the back of this prayer card. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Eli. Father. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got another great show coming up for you on Monday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network, hosted by Nathan Sather, coming to you from our Fargo studios. He'll start off the show with Hannah Sales Zemer from the New Life Center. She'll talk about sheltering the homeless. Then, fighting homelessness starts with you. Madeline Shields from the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House will tell us more. Plus, Father Jeff Norfolk of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will be with us to talk about ministering to the imprisoned. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. 
9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be coming up on Monday. And of course, if you missed anything from this past week's of sh- week of shows or any show that we've ever done in the in recent history, you can find that on our website, realpresenceradio.com. Uh, just look for those podcasts there or look for podcasts of Real Presence Live on your favorite podcast place like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all those fun places. Right back to you. Wow, Eli, that was, what a great preview for the next show. I mean, you know, we all have such great shows when we host Real Presence Live. I'm a little partial to the ones that Father Brian and I do. We maybe have a little more fun than what <laughs> what we, we should be allowed. We love Jesus. We love his Catholic Church. and We love our listeners, and it's great to be with them every time that we're together. I mean, so. the real yeah. test to see if it's a great show is if it makes it into a best of. Ooh. Ooh. How do you do that, Eli? How do you get into a best of? Who are the people that we need to visit with? Well, I'm sure that if you bought Heather some coffee, maybe some donuts. Mm. All right. We'll see what we can work out. See what we can work out. I feel like there's two best ofs coming up uh, relatively (laughs) soon, too, like Good Friday and Easter Monday. (laughs) We'll talk to Heather. Uh, Well, thanks to all of our listeners for being with us this morning. There's more coming up here on Real Presence Radio. But uh, we're going to bring to close our time together here at Real Presence Live here from the cathedral with a beautiful prayer. Um, that um, is on the back of our St. Joseph Defender of the Eucharist card. Can you give just a brief description of how you, why you picked this one? Yeah, so um, just as looking with regard to the, to the Eucharist um, uh, and, and, and a prayer that related to Joseph, this is a prayer to Joseph before receiving Holy Communion. Um, and it's um, from John Paul II, St. John Paul II, and I think he also used uh, some of the prayers of St. Leo or Leo the Thirteenth. So, okay. Well, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O blessed Joseph, happy man, to whom it was given not only to see and to hear that God, who many kings longed to see and saw not, to hear and heard not, but also to carry him in your arms, to embrace him, to clothe him, and guard and defend him. Pray for us, O blessed Joseph, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. O God, who has given us a royal priesthood, we beseech thee that as blessed Joseph was found worthy to touch with his hands and to bear in his arms the only begotten Son, born of the Virgin Mary, so may he be made fit by cleanliness of heart and blameless of life to minister at thy holy altar. May we who world come to account worthy of receiving the everlasting reward through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.